Hawks have been ready to go for about a minute. Of course, the other game to uh, complete the round is the the uh, grand final rematch, Belconnen and Sydney over at Ainsley Oval, and we uh, might try and track down a score for that game if we possibly can. Tigers uh, getting set in the middle again. It's Dickinson, Danaher, Iopi now in the middle. I think that's a good move. Throws weight around a bit. And I think it's Watman, the other player in there for the Tigers. As we get ready to go, Nolan in ruck for the Hawks. Cleaver in there as well for the Hawks. So here we go for the second quarter. Tigers trailing by 21 points at the quarter time break. And a free kick is going to go to the Hawks straight off from the middle of high tackle. Pretty obvious one, that one. And it's going to go to Rice, the captain, the 200 gamer. Jimmy Rice looking to set up. Plenty of leads, but uh, he eventually just goes long up towards half forward. In front, it's the Hawks, but they can't take the mark. Plenty of Tigers at the back. Quick handball by Slater, finds a teammate. Now they come out looking to the uh, wing position. It's two against one. That one player for the Tigers was Burns, and he had no chance to mark that over the top of the water. Knocked it away from him. So we'll have a boundary throw in right in front of us, right in front of the interchange gate. No addition to the quarter-time score. We've only played a minute. 43-22, to 22, the uh, Hawks in front. Thrown in right beneath the QBN FM broadcast box. Thumped our way from the second contest. On the boot now of Satchel, the half-forward for the Tigers. Ball in dispute. Hawks just seem to winning those 50-50 contests all over the ground. Here's Rice. Dodges some traffic. Shot out a hand pass. Teammate went without the ball. That was Phil Lovett. Should have done better. Fortuitously, though, falls to Fenevesi. He's at half forward. Closes. Kick inside the 50. Strong overhead mark, though, taken for the Tigers. Well done on that occasion by Whatman. Had a couple to beat there. Read the ball beautifully, though. And could have saved another score for... Toganong there, the kick, not a bad effort, and it looks like Kirkwood out on that far side of the ground it is, just still 17 years of age, although it feels like he's been in this senior lineup for two years, in fact he has, played as a 15 year old if I'm not mistaken, good mark taken in defence though for McCabe by the Hawks, he's inside defensive 50, chips short, not a bad kick, he finds Pocock, the vice captain of the Hawks, kick is good to true centre half back, gets it to Alice, they're working the, well, the ball well off their feet now with Nolan. Foot skills have been impressive. They run from half back now as they try and build some momentum. That kick is disappointing. Straight down the throat of Leschke, who's at half back for the Tigers and can rebound. And his uh, pass is a good one. Finds Longmore. Still uh, a long way out from goal. Jordan Longmore puts it up looking for a Quaid. Punched away, but he'll find it on the ground. He's tackled immediately, and that should be a ball up. Umpire agrees, so... The uh, Tigers not finding their teammates with the kicks, as opposed to the Hawks, who are doing that a bit better at the moment. Nobody can really break free from the ruck contest. Ball still on the ground. The Hawks have got it now. It's Curry. He's uh, under pressure. Gets a quick pass across to his teammate and Johnson. He goes back into the middle of the ground. Nobody can take the mark. Going in hard with the Tigers. They take the ball, spill free. Iopi picks it up. Almost a high tackle. Tries to barge through. Got it to Jakes. His uh, kick went nowhere. Quick handball. It's uh, back in the middle now for the Tigers, but they turn it over and finishing it up back with Masters for the Hawks and inside 50 looking for uh, kick it. Oh, the ball spills to the back of the pack, trapped by Cook for the Tigers. They just get out of jail there. Has one bounce. Now looks to try and set it up. Rennie's full distance. High kick towards centre wing. 
up there, Stevens, great mark. Oh, yes, it yes. was paid. Well read by the youngster. Yep, certainly did. In front of the big fella, stop. So that was a good effort. Kick across the ground. Dickinson can't take the mark. Finds it on the ground, gets it back to his teammate in Slater. Short passes a shocker in front of Armstrong. Little goes in, picks it up, tackled immediately. Umpire says nothing at the moment. Should be held to him, it is. Craig Revelle, what do the coaches have to say quarter time? Well, as you'd imagine, the Hawks were pretty happy with that performance. They uh, were quite quiet and reserved in the quarter time huddle and couldn't even hear the coach. But Merv Armstrong said he wasn't disappointed. It was seven scoring shots stayed at the time. But what had disappointed him was they were not being first for the ball. He said he wanted them to stand up and show some intent. Rice on the outer side wing for the Hawks, stops, props, then pokes one up to half forward. Mark's being taken by Will Overs. He pokes one over the top. Tuggenong player takes a bounce. Oh, he dropped the footy when it came back to him. Had time to recover. Hand pass off to Smith. Dodges, weaves, puts it on his left boot. Missed to the right-hand side. Through for a minor score. And still some danger signs for the Queanbeyan Tigers. I've got to say, Cook must be absolutely cooking in that long-sleeve jumper. Why you'd be wearing a long-sleeve jumper on a day which is in the high 20s, I have no idea. Uh, it's tugging got, on clear. I think he's got a protective uh, vest underneath it. Good for point. His, for his injury from last year. So uh, I think that's the reason he wore it last year when he came back as well. Tigers in the middle of the ground now. With the ball, Slater uh, does a dance on the spot, but he spins out of trouble. Kick up towards Armstrong. It's a good contest. He can't take the mark, though. Ball spills to the front of the pack. Quick kick, Leshke smothered. Hawks going in in numbers back there. Cleaver, good handball to his teammate in Lovett. His kick smothered, though. Going back, they find it on the ground again. Kick to the outer side of the ground. Here's Overs. Uh, can he get there first? He does. Picks it up. Gets it back to a teammate. They're working well in defence today, the Hawks. Short kick. Up looking for a teammate. It's kicked away, though, by Jakes. Socket at 20 metres forward, but it was all Hawks. They just get a handball away. Coming through, though, great play by the Tigers. Into the uh, half forward. That's Kirkwood again. Short kick. Finds a teammate in Stevens, who spilled it. Had plenty of time, though. Good shepherd there by Leshke. Let Stevens through. And that kick over Armstrong's head will go out of bounds. So the uh, foot passing skills just not happening at the moment for the Tigers. They set up nicely there too, Queen. I mean, that's uh, a little disappointing. Now, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Tim Cook before, John Keogh, uh, playing in that long sleeve shirt. I'd say he's probably been the Tigers' best so far this afternoon. He has off the pack. The debutant Stevens can't squeeze it home, but he rides it nicely from the boundary line throw-in. Just showing a little bit of flair to the youngster. Couldn't Got convert on that occasion, Craig Revelle. Yeah, guys, just the Queanbeyan faithful informing me today. Under 19s, Queanbeyan. Tw- in Queanbeyan for the second half of AFL Canberra action between the Queanbeyan Tigers and Tuggeranong Hawks. And gee, we have a contest on our hands here on QBN FM this afternoon because the Hawks are leading the Tigers at halftime by 15 points. And if it wasn't for three late goals in that second half by the Tigers. Queanbeyan side, they could be in a lot more trouble. Just turn that mic down, that's distorting a little bit. As we welcome you back here, John Keogh, Mel Prentice, James Buckley and Craig Gravel bring you all the second half action. And Mel, I think we've got some stats to half time for Queanbeyan as well that might be worth running through. Yes, the uh, leading possession can get us. Still Andrew Leshke with 19. Ryan Quaid has 13, including 10 marks. Mitch Danaher, 12. Renault Oppie, 12. Jeremy Kirkwood, good in the back line in that quarter, 11. Matt Little's got 10, Kane Stevens 10. And then in single figures we have uh, Watman 9, Longmore 8, Jacks, Jake's 8, 
Slater has eight, Elias seven, Cook seven, Griggs seven. And then we go down to Irwin six, Wormsley six, Armstrong five, Dickinson five, Satchel five, Daniel three, Burns three, including a great goal in that uh, second quarter. And James Kavanagh's really taken no part in the uh, the game today. 174 total disposals, 101 kicks, 73 handles, 52 marks. Uh, they've had they've made 24 tackles and kicked six goals six so far. So they're the um, stats. Andrew Leshke with uh, nine in possession, six, uh, 13 kicks and six handballs is the uh, leading possession getter to date. To get us underway in the second half, here's James Buckley. Dickinson went up at the tap there. Ball fell to the Tigers. I thought I heard a referee whistle there, but it's not. It's into the forward line. And there's a mark all of a sudden. Mark Armstrong. The first 10 seconds of the third quarter has taken a mark, and he's going to go back and line up for his first shot at goal, I think, on the day, certainly from any favourable position. That went straight into the cap, the, uh, the coach, rather, the playing coach. He's about 40 metres out, comes in now, off his right boot. I'll tell you what, he's been waiting a while to kick that. That's his first goal for this afternoon, and the Queanbeyan Tigers, with a perfect start to this second half, they go to 7-6-48. They still trail the Tuggeron Hawks, 9-3-57, but immediately, Mark Armstrong on the board, and the Tigers have kicked the first goal of this half now. Well, did what exactly what the, couch, what the coach wanted to say there. Yes, that's his uh, third mark for the afternoon. I'm struggling to remember the other two, to be honest. Um, in front, it was a wobbly old kick, and it basically just fell into his arms. Back in the middle, umpire puts the ball in the air. Dickinson won it down. Contest in the centre. Hawks might win the centre clearance here. Ball in dispute, though. In between half forward for the Hawks and the centre. Dickinson fed a hand pass out to his teammate. Here's Wormsley off half-back for the Tigers. Kicks one up to half forward, sliding mark taken by the coach, Mark Armstrong. He's had a good start to this second half, Merv. Pops one over the top, found Mitch Danaher inside 50 as well. Probably beyond his range though, because he's going to have to kick from beyond 50, so he just pokes it to the pocket. I hope he gets forward and loose. That is undisciplined manning up from the Hawks' defence. Should have done better, and Renee Iopi will go back and have a shot. He's only about 15 metres in from the right-hand boundary line. He'll kick from about 25 metres, so distance won't be a problem. It will be a matter of accuracy. And he hasn't kicked a goal from memory this afternoon. Oh, I bet, beg your pardon, he has kicked one in that first quarter. And he slides it across the face. Quay just got a hand to it, and that is through for a minus score. So Tigers have the opening two scores in the second half. A goal and a point as Tuggenong bring the ball back in. The Hawks now in their defensive 50, looking for an option. They go right out wide. They've got it now up back line, running forward. Kicked under us here in the Queanian FM broadcast box. They're still in possession here, the Hawks. That's Sean Ellis with the ball. He goes The Hawks now moving forward like they did so well in the first half. Waiting for an option here from the centre. He's going to poke it long. In fact, no, he stepped around the man on the mark. Finally, he boots it into the forward line for the Hawks. Ball in dispute. The Tigers come away. That Slater gets a hand pass away to Cook. He buys himself a bit of time, runs back into the 50, back to Slater now. Big hand pass over the top to Danaher out here underneath us. He wheels around onto his right boot, finds a teammate in the centre there. That's Luke Watman. He goes for a run. They're going very laterally right now, the Tigers. He's just pumping it long across to the centre of the field. They're going to come away with a two. I think that's Iopi who found the ball. Now he goes forward to Mark Armstrong, who makes a good lead. He takes the mark 50 metres out. 
Angle's probably about uh, 45 degrees almost. He goes back and just loads up towards the goal. It's come off pretty well, but it's gone across the face. Mark Armstrong kicks it behind. That was better from the Tigers, although they got themselves out of trouble, I thought. They went across the field and forward. Good to see Armstrong getting involved now, John. Indeed. AFL score update. North Melbourne 74, lead Melbourne 60. That's two minutes into the final quarter. So tight contest there, Demons. Going better than probably most tipsters would have expected. Here's Tauganong on this broadcast side wing. But it's turned over. Hand pass came from the Queanbeyan player. Will Griggs, the debutant, over the top. Now inside 50, the other debutant, Stevens, links out. Sprays it to the right-hand side, trickling over the boundary line. It's out of play in the right forward pocket for the Tigers. They trail 57 of 50, so that 34-point deficit midway through the second term has been wound back to seven points. And, guys, a lot more dedication and discipline from the Tigers early in this third quarter. So the Tigers now, there's a snap at goal here. It's going to go through for a behind, though. No, it's out of, out of bounds on the full, actually. So the Tuggenong Hawks are going to get the, uh, the kick in there. It was from Leshke, that one. It was Andrew Leshke who snapped a goal. Now, they go across the field. That's not... Oh, geez, I thought that was going to go over his teammate's head anyway. The Hawks with the ball on their half-back line. Once again, a short chip. That ball hasn't found a teammate, though he's going to run onto it. Run down now by Warnsley, I think, in a strong tackle. The Tuggenong player got rid of the ball. Hand pass, it's still in dispute. I think that's Walmsley with the ball now at the Tigers. It must have gone over the boundary line out there. Right on the far wing. Good hustle, I thought, from Chris Walmsley. The Hawks put themselves under a bit of pressure there. going to be interesting to see how they handle this lead. Ball in now from the boundary umpire. That's Dickinson in the centre there. Worked hard to get the tap. Got it to Denneher, I think it was, who couldn't quite get clean hands to it. And the ball in dispute again. It's been stacked on. The umpire's got to blow his whistle here, I think, and he does. And he's going to take it off them. And bounce it up. I imagine that all sort of happened in slow motion there, John. Port Adelaide have jumped the Bombers early. Three straight 18. Essendon a point. That's 15 minutes into the first quarter at Amy Stadium. Inside 50 now for the Tigers. And it's sprayed off the side of the boot. Out of bounds on the full. Armstrong couldn't get there before it went over the bounding line. And it'll be a free kick to the Hawks. Inside the left back pocket. Player jumps back over the fence after collecting his footy. It's a very warm day at Margaret Donoghue Oval in Queanbeyan, or Dairy Farmers Park, as I've got to get used to say. Terrific sponsors of the Queanbeyan Tigers. Gee, Tigers player almost mowed down the Hawks player as he tried to step around him and hand pass around him. Now it's at half back underneath the ActuAGL scoreboard for Tuggenong. Short kick, he's okay, finds Lauder. He links up with a hand pass, kick out towards the outer side. One-on-one contest out there. First recover were the Hawks. Might be Smith. Takes a bounce and another. Now he kicks up to the half-forward line. Contested there. Thumped away by Warmsley. Puts his head over the footy. Roy Jakes. Haven't called his name a lot this afternoon. Takes a bounce. About to be mown down. Dangerous play. Gets it out wide now. That's Satchel. Fed out a hand pass. Teammate stops. Props. Might be Mitchie Danaher. In fact, it was Jared Daniel. Gave a hand pass to a teammate who kicked it to half forward for the Tigers. Actu AGL scoreboard side of the ground. Players piling over the top of the football. It's going nowhere. And umpire Matt Guestia comes in. And he'll ball it up half forward, right hand side for the Tigers. They trail 57 to 50. We've nearly ticked over 10 minutes in this second quarter. Third quarter. Just seem to have lost their run, Tuggenong, haven't they? Maybe the heat's got to them. It's funny though, Mel, because they certainly were the team that was doing more rotating right through the first half. 
Well, Queen Bean have certainly come out here with a point to prove, I think. They want to erase this deficit as soon as possible. They've won a free kick here. That might have even been Armstrong who took it. He's good at it long. Played up, couldn't take the mark, and the, the horse are going to come away with it through Fenevesi. He's had to backtrack to a, a player back there. He's put himself under a bit of pressure. And all of a sudden, the Tigers, they're hungry. They want this football. Still in defensive 50 for the Hawks. Mown down. Great play by the Tigers. It's fallen to Slater, I think it was. He took a shot at goal. But it's marked back there by the Tuggernaut Hawks. They cleaned up. They put themselves under a lot of pressure now. Once again, trying to clear their lines. Still in defensive 50 for the Hawks. That's overs there, I think, with the football now. He was mown down. Got it out to Lauder, a teammate. He's been tackled. Great work by the Queenbean Tigers. They're going to win the free kick. And I'll tell you, they might even they might load up here and have a shot at goal, which would reduce the margin to just one point, which would be incredible when you consider that first half and how poorly the Tigers were playing. Now, with the football there for Queenbean, that looks like an Ayoffe going back to look to kick his second of the afternoon, the co-captain, comes in from well outside 50. Is yeah, it going to have the legs? I'll tell you what, he's put it through. That's a fantastic kick from the co-captain. Renee Ayoffe did not look sensational off the boot. But he's hit it well enough, he's hit it straight enough, and he did what he had to do, he split the perpendiculars. The Tigers within one of the Tuggeranong Hawks. Yes, that was one of those low mongrel helicopter punts, and it just kept going and going, and uh, just cleared the pack. Certainly was a helicopter. One point, the deficit now. So Queanbeyan have fought their way back into this contest after trailing by 34 points. 15 minutes into the second quarter, so they've really turned things around. Dickinson got his hand on the football. Rice sharked it, though. Oh, hand pass intercepted, though, by Matt Little. He couldn't get rid of it cleanly, though. Players diving over the top of the ball inside the centre square to the advantage of neither team. And umpire Daniel Swingler comes in. He'll ball it up. Slightly attacking side of the goals for Queanbeyan. Dickinson caught underneath the football, still won the tap down. Quick kick out of the pack came from Leschke. High up and under, cover, cover, travels the required distance. Kicker took a good mark, though, for the Hawks. He kicks it out to the advantage. A couple of teammates in space. Running onto it now is Pocock. Picks it up. Kick now. Came off the boot of Masters, in fact, up to half forward. Juggling the mark. In the blue boots for the Queanbeyan Tigers is Roy Jakes. That is a dangerous oh. kick across the face of goal. Inside the corridor. Could make them pay here. Running into an open goal for McCabe. And he kicks it for the Tuggeranong Hawks. And Big Roy Jakes put his hands over his head. He knows he's made a big blue there. And that is a momentum stopper there for McKay because Queenbian had kicked the last five goals of the game. McKay puts an end to that run. And now it's back out to a seven-point lead in favour of the Hawks. Just unforgivable error there. I'm sorry. He should be sitting on the bench now. Well, I'm not sure what he was trying to do there. I mean, the player was... was free a little bit from the marker. If it was a low spearing kick, he might have got to him. Mm. But he sort of hung it up there and gave the Hawks a chance to win the football, and they did, and McCabe ran into an open goal. And he kicked the six. Ball goes up now. Dickinson underneath for the Tigers. Misses both players. They're going to get the tap eventually. Dickinson ends up with it, actually. Hand passes to an opponent. Tugging on with the ball now. They kick it forward. It's gone over the head of the half-forward. Running back is Slater trying to get it. He wins the football under a bit of pressure. Gets a good hand pass out to Watman. Back to Slater now. Looks ahead. Has he got anything coming? He hands a hand pass out to Jared Daniel, who had to run onto the ball. Finds Kane Stevens, a young fella out here underneath us on the wing. Stevens onto the right boot. Kicks it straight into Fenevesi, who was on the mark. And now the Hawks again can counter. Wheeled around. Kicks straight out on the full, unfortunately, though, there. 
by Craig Healy, I think it was. They missed a chance there, Tugnall, to really step on Queanbeyan. But anyway, they're going to have the kick in now, and I think they're trying to slow it down a little bit. That might be Slater there with the football for Queanbeyan, who's going to kick it in. The hot conditions really are testing. Just with uh, young Stevens, he just needs to take uh, a breath before he kicks it. He's just rushing all his kicks, so um, no doubt he's got plenty of ability, but just needs to work on his kicking a bit at the moment. I'll tell you what, it was death by handball from that kicking off the free kick for the out-of-bounds on the four, and lucky for the Queanbeyan Tigers that they've got away with this one. There's been a bit of that this afternoon, Craig. Ball comes in right underneath us here. Centre wing, Dickinson get the tap. It's going to fall over the Tuggeron horse. Johnson, I think that was, that had the ball. Still on the ground. Little goes in for the Tigers. The umpire's blown his whistle, and he's found a free kick there in favour of Queanbeyan. So Andrew Leshke's going to rack up another possession here. He gets the ball. Now he looks forward. A couple of leads. What's he going to do with it? He squares it right up now, goes to the top of the 50 to a contest. Ryan Quaid was in there, couldn't bring it down. Ball on the ground, pretty even out there, and I think they're going to try and kill it, the Hawks. They've done so successfully, but the umpire is going to have to throw this one up. Probably about 48 metres out. Queenbeyan attacking here. If they can get one now, that would certainly swing the, the momentum back in the Tigers' favour. Dickinson gets the tap, doesn't fall to a Queenbeyan player. Once again, though, the ball finding it hard to get out of that pack, and the umpire's going to come in again. All they've done there is move the ball about two metres straighter, I think, in front of the goal. If they can get a clean tap here, they could kick one, the Tigers. All players go up. The umpire's whistle goes again, and he's found a free kick. Dickinson. So, favourable call there again for the Tigers. Uh, is this within his range now, Dickinson? Can he, can he go back and load up and kick it here? It's going to be from about... Uh, Probably 51, 52 metres out. He's not looking sure, actually. He's looking for a lead. Armstrong went. Didn't find him. Now Dickinson moves in. He's going to have a go. He kicks it very long. It's gone left, though. He certainly doesn't have a problem with distance, boys. No, he got too close to the man on the mark mm. there and finished up having to hook the kick. So mm. he uh, should have just gone back a bit further. He got the distance quite easily. Absolutely. Well, they haven't backed themselves as much as I'd like them to this afternoon, the Tigers. And just in this last five minutes, guys, they aren't playing that uh, chicken no. pass. They haven't been playing fast delivery. as a quick turnover off the kick-in. Now, Tim Cook has taken that. He's intercepted that about 25 metres out from the Tugnong kick-in. The bloke played it onto himself and then kicked a flat ball, which Cook plucked out of the air. He used to be a basketballer, Tim Cook. Probably used to that kind of caper, actually. And he's done well. He's played well this afternoon. Now, he chips it over the man oh. on the mark. It wasn't a confident little kick, that. He should have just gone back and drilled at home. Unfortunately, only behind. He missed to the right-hand side, Cook. And now tugging on with the kick in. Curry. Take it away. Kicks in. Mm. Kick it. Hand pass. Under pressure inside. Defensive 50. You hear the Hawks on the last line. Kick across the goal face. They might fortuitously win out. Besieged now by a gang of Queanbeyan Tigers. And they take the ball over the boundary line. Dangerous. Could have been deliberate. Umpire gave them the benefit of the doubt. Ball in right forward pocket. For the Queanbeyan Tigers, doing mostly attacking in this third quarter. One down by Dickinson in the ruck. But his immediate opponent, Kendall, one out in that contest. That was Free a... kick's gone back there. Yeah, it, was, uh, <laughs> it, it was that uh, youngster, isn't it? Dan? Yeah, Will Griggs got him a good one. So free kick going the way of the Hawks. Chip over the top finds Zach Chapman. He's got plenty of space off half back. Running bounce, oh, terrible kick. Have these teams changed jumpers at half time? <laughs> Jeremy Kirkwood's intercepted it for the Tigers. Thought about playing on, 
Now, now there's a Hawks player's run over the mark. It's going to be 50 metre penalty. That's against David Smith. Umpire hadn't called play on, and he went to go and try and tackle Jeremy Kirkwood, even though Kirkwood looked like he was about to step off the line. The umpire yelled something down here, John, and I thought he had yelled play on, which is why he reacted. Yeah, a bit of confusion there. Unlucky, I thought, for the Tugnong Hawks. But anyhow, Kirkwood marches forward to about probably 65, 70 metres from home now. He's going to kick it. Looking for an option. Kirkwood is deliberately moving forward now, and he boots it long towards the goal square. That's going to go through. He's kicked the goal, the young fella, 55 metres out. Jeremy Kirkwood. Well, you can add the long kick to his arsenal, boys. I didn't know he could do that. Certainly was uh, a great kick, aided by that uh, somewhat controversial 50-metre penalty, but uh, the the, uh, Tigers are all over Queenie at the moment. 3-4 to that uh, lucky goal that, well, Tagranon kicked it, but it was basically given to them by Queenbean. Yeah, terrific goal from Kirkwood. They've kicked three goals to one in this quarter, and six of the last seven, the Tigers, so... Well, and truly back in the contest. They are on fire at Dairy Farmers Park. Stop, won the ruck contest against Longmore. He was ridden in the back by Longmore. Deserved a free kick, didn't get it though. Out of the centre. Well done by the youngster Stevens. Almost a sliding mark taken there for the Tigers. No mark awarded. I think it was to the coach Mark Armstrong on the bottom of the pack. And now he's been pinged for holding the ball. Pleading with the umpire, remonstrating, saying, I tried to get rid of it, kick it. Inside defensive 50, so he's been thrown back there for a bit of surety by coach Michael Horn of Taganong. Mark taken by the 200 gamer Jim Rice, looks further afield, kicks in the direction of Healy who's been good today. Quick to get the hand pass over the top, they work it by hand. That was Funnel, he funneled one out by hand to Overs who goes to the other side of the ground. Penetrating kick now from Lovett to half forward, Mark taken for the Hawks right on that 50 metre arc. Too far out to score. Chip inside the 50 is precise. Pinpoint pass. I think it might have found Daniel Johnson. It is. He's kicked one goal today. And an opportunity to add to his tally. In fact, he's gone for the short pass to Pocock, who took a grab. May have even been awarded a free kick, because Roy Jakes throwing that 50 metres against Jakes, who's having a dirty, dirty third quarter. He's given away two goals now, Roy Jakes. Masters will go from point blank, sorry, Pocock from point blank range, the vice captain for Tuggeron. This will put them back in front. They trail by a point. They're now back in front by five. Goal to Pocock. Slots through the Hawks' 10th, uh, sorry, 11th of the afternoon. Yes, uh, might be time for uh, Roy to have a spell, I think, but uh, whether there's anyone on the bench that can take his place is probably problematic. He's... uh, well, you could drag Quaid back. He's playing full forward as you uh, get, in, get Roy on the phone and just uh, have a chat with him about his uh, mm. last Asking couple of plays. Yeah. yeah, what he's having for dinner. <laughs> but uh, he's certainly, you know, he's given away two goals in this quarter. The only two tucker I've got. Well, that ball goes up. Longmore got the tap there to Elias, who just tried to help it on its way. Tugging on going to come away with it now. They're a couple of quick handballs, and they've got a bit of running in their legs now. All of a sudden, the horse had hand-passed it all the way to the forward 50, and they might kick another goal here. It looks like it's Ben Cleaver, and he's put it through the sticks. Well, that all took about 10 seconds to unfold, fellas. 
There was about six or seven hand passes there. Found its way to Cleaver, who was in space, ran into about 40 metres out and kicked it straight between the sticks. All of a sudden, two quick goals for the Hawks and they're 11 points in front. Well, that was what uh, the first quarter was all about. Fast-running football by Tuggeranong. They seem to have lost it for the first half of this quarter, but they certainly found it there. Cleaver becomes the 10th individual goal kicker for the Hawks this afternoon. So they've certainly shared it around Tuggeranong. Real team effort. And Coach Michael Hoyne, he'd be impressed with what he's seen from his young side this afternoon. Just ticking into time on, fellas, here in the third. Good on you, Craig. Gee, those 20 or so minutes have gone very quickly. Important ruck contest here. Longmore won it down. Elias and heavy body work. Allowed Kirkwood to run under the football, who smashed in a tackle. Ball not coming out of there in a hurry. And umpire Sean Hayden will ball it up. Slightly attacking side of the centre circle for Queanbeyan and kicking to the Queanbeyan City end in this third quarter. Important contest here. Benavesti got it over top. Benavesti moved down his teammate. Just got his hand pass away before Kip Cook applied the tackle. Kick from Stevens to the top of the square. Finds Mark Armstrong. Hit him up in the hot spot. And big Mark Armstrong can go back and kick his second of the game. He's kicked one in this quarter. And just provide some stability because at the moment Tuggeranong lead by 11 points. Much better kick there by Kane Stevens because he actually steadied before he kicked it. Hey, that'll get him a game next week, won't it? <laughs> Kicking to the coach who kicks the goal. Mark Armstrong, his second, narrows the gap to five points. Still anyone's game deep into this third term. I'll tell you, he was quiet in the first half, Armstrong. They did a fantastic job at him in the, the defence for Tuggeranong, but he's hungry in this third quarter. He's come out and he really wants to win this game, I think, for the Queanbeyan Tigers. They know James Kavanagh not coming back this afternoon. Mark Armstrong's taken it upon himself, I think, to kick a bag as Jeremy Kirkwood limps off. Yeah, he's uh, just limped off the ground. He stopped for a moment, just uh, sucking in a bit of air. He said he was all right to the trainers. Well, he got sandwiched before in that tackle. Anyway, Longmore gets the tap in favour of the Tigers here. Danaher picks it up, gets a hand pass out to a free man who goes back. That was Iopi. He just hand passed it to whoever. Longmore's going to get back now, the Ruckman. Good shepherd there from Satchel. Well done, the young fella. Very tough. Kick forward now to the half-forward line. For the Tigers, they win the possession. I'm not sure that that little. is out there. It's a little grubber. That was little. He finds Armstrong now. Tries to beat his man. Great tackle by the Hawks. Play on. They're going to get it now, and they can counter here if they can work it out. Hand passing it around, though. This is what the Tigers were doing in the first half, and they're under a bit of pressure, although they might have just escaped now. They're, they're into the centre square. They've got the clean possession. Clean pair of heels there, too, by the Hawks. Long bomb into the 50. What's going to happen here? The Tigers fly. Good spoil. The ball in dispute now. That looks like Watman chasing it. Kane Stevens went for a big shepherd, didn't quite get the man. And now Neil Irwin, with plenty of runs in his leg, picks it up, kicks it out to the free man. That might be Matty Little again with some room to move. What's he going to do here? He gets the football on the bounce. Chips it in. It's Armstrong who takes a fantastic mark on the ground. Great vision. He hand passes it off to a teammate. Might have been Wormsley. Kicks it into Quaid with an open goal and he puts it through, boys. Very unselfish play from the coach, but even better, the vision. He was lying on his back on the ground and got it to a free Tiger who ran in, hand passes over the top to Quaid who kicked the goal. This play on at all costs has really been working for the Tigers in the last few minutes and hopefully we can see a lot more free-flowing game like that throughout the year. Yeah, I think that one might have been a half volley to move. That's why he got rid of it quickly because uh, he got pinged there before for holding the ball when he was on the ground. But uh, it was good play. They had players running past for the uh, for the handball, and Ryan Quaid basically just uh, got the gimme in the goal square. Tigers with their noses back in front by a point. 
Quaid becomes their ninth individual goal kicker today. They've shouted around too. Bursting through the centre. Well done for the Tigers. That was nice play from Watman who drives it into the fourth pocket. Here comes Armstrong playing on from an advantage free kick. Thinks about popping it over the top. Screws it round for a goal instead. He's got three in his corner, the coach, Mark Armstrong. And you can hear the Tiger faithful in the background. They're happy with their side's performance. He kicks his third of the quarter. Tigers extend that lead to seven points. That'd be the biggest lead of the game, John, yes. for the Tigers. Certainly is. Absolutely. Obviously, uh, Armstrong got a talking to at halftime by the coach. <laughs> Must have given him a nice old spray. He's kicked it a long way down in that paddock down the back there, too. Yeah, that's about to say, it's just about <laughs> made it the industrial state on the other side of town. Yeah. That used to be a nice field down there, but obviously with uh, no rain, no water. It's uh, become a cow field down there. Yeah, the Tigers lead by eight. This is much better from the local, the home team. Armstrong on fire in this third quarter. Well, it's six goals to three in this quarter, so they've come out firing after half-time. Ball goes up now, getting pretty deep into time. On Longmore gets the tap. Tuggenong, though, come away with it, although the hand pass doesn't find the target. They're in trouble again here. Iopi just outside 50, boots it long. It's going to end up in the hands of the Tuggenong defender there. Might have been Nathan Smith. Now they can break. They're in defensive 50 here, the, the Hawks. What are they going to do? They're starting to match up across the ground a bit better, the Tigers. Tuggenong, here oh. passes in defensive 50, putting themselves under a lot of pressure. Iopi came in with a couple of his teammates. Great tackle. Now Armstrong wheels around on his left boot with a snapshot. It's gone through for a behind. That was on his left, fellas. That uh, might have gone through if it was on his right, but anyhow... They're putting the Hawks under a lot of pressure here, the Tigers. They're really starting to pressure that defensive 50, not letting Tuggenong get easy ball up the ground. So too deep much, into the third term here. Too much handball from the Hawks at the moment. They need to just kick it long. North Melbourne 101, Melbourne 67, the AFL in Melbourne. Kick in from the Hawks. Mark has been taken inside defensive 50. Told to play on now. Does chips on the left boot out wide? It's going to be a tough ask for overs out there. One on one contest against Quaid. Well done. Oh, that was a good hand pass. Had some support. In fact, he was his own support. He had two Queanbeyan players to beat their overs. Good stuff. Hand pass from Masters over the top. About to be mown down was Lauder. Hospital hand pass. He had to give away. Hawks still bounding forward though. Here's this man again. Masters feeds it inside 50. Opportunity for Fernie. Picks it up cleanly. Steps around Slater. Tries to screw it off his left foot. Kicks to the top of the square and kick it. The beneficiary of what looked to be a shot on goal. Came off the side of the boot. Kick it there. And he can go back and line up for what would be his third goal. He's kicked one in the first and second quarters. Could add to that tally in the third. Interesting. He spent most of the first part of this quarter in the defence. But... Uh... Obviously recognising they need to kick a winning score, they put him back up forward again. Kick it from 15 metres out. Shouldn't miss from here. Oh, he squeezes it through. The umpire gives the signal of all clear to the goal umpire. Made hard work of it though, kick it. Much needed goal for the Hawks. And they get back within a kick here at Dairy Farmers Park this afternoon. A couple of interchanges happening down there, Craig. Yeah, there is. Uh, Scott Dickinson just gone back into the ruck for Geordie Longmore and heading out, Kirkwood back on the ground. No sign of that limp as he runs back out for young Burns. Uh, in the other side, it will be Chapman heading back out there along with Cleaver. Yeah, there's a Tuckman on player under the uh, trainer's help, getting helped off the ground here at the moment. Oh. 
Rotman is certainly hard at it in this final third, in this third term, guys. Well, uh, Stevens with a good possession gets it to Little right in front of us here. Watman on the interchange gate. He drops it onto his right, but looking for Quaid there. He comes across, can't take the mark. The horse, can they clear it here on the ground? They get the ball. That's what he had to do. He chips forward to a, a teammate there. Good mark by Kurt Masters. He needs to slow it down, I think. He goes across field to the open man. The, ho- the horse now on half back. Hand pass, not a good one. And all of a sudden, they're under pressure again here. The Tigers are swarming. Pressure on the horse. I hope he gets thrown away. Now he kicks it to no one, really, in the centre cir- the circle there. It almost fell for Alec Lauder. He couldn't pick it up. Now Danaher takes the crumbs. Over the top to a Tigers teammate. Can run in, kick a goal. He doesn't. He looks for his open coach. Is that Mark Armstrong, boys? No. I didn't think it was. Is it Kirkwood? Kirkwood. Jeremy Kirkwood. He's only just come on. And he's going to line up for another goal. This will be his second of this afternoon. And, boys, I think that third quarter siren cannot be too far away. We're almost half an hour into this third term now. This will be a great way for the Tigers to go into the fourth quarter. Kirkwood comes in now, slight angle, only 25 out. Onto his right boot, didn't look good, and he skewed it to the right, Kirkwood. That's only behind. The Tigers move to 12-12-84. I can tell you that it was Pocock that came out, uh, came off with the uh, trainer support there, guys, and he's on the boundary now, not looking too good at all. Uh, looked to be some sort of leg injury. I think he's gone for the day. Jeremy Kirkwood too close that time. He needed to be 50 out to kick it. <laughs> kick in. Finds Rice, I think it may be, for the Hawks. Inside defensive 50 with a bounce. Kicks it outside now. Not sure who he was aiming for there. Went straight to Slater. Couldn't quite hold the mark. Hand pass from Leschke. Gave it to this young debutant in Stevens. who's been impressive. Reminds me a little bit of Jeremy Kirkwood. Kept in on the boundary line by Leschke. Feeds a hand pass into the corridor to Armstrong. Over the top. Quaid, was he held without the 40? No, said the umpire. 10 metres out from the Tigers' goal. Picked up by Mitch Danaher. Kirkwood again. Kirkwood, beg your pardon. Jeremy Kirkwood's kicked the goal. Tigers further in front. The difference now, eight points. What was that? The Kirkwood seven-point play. (laughs) Well done to the young fella. Just 17 years old. Now, you mentioned Kane Stevens too, fellas. I've been impressed with his game. He's, got, uh, he's happy to back himself by the look of it and beat his man and throw it onto either foot so he could, uh, he could have a nice career ahead of him. Yeah, he looks uh, a very likely prospect. Seven goals, six in this quarter. Uh, the Tigers, after only managing six goals, six for the first two quarters, so they've, they've come out blazing. And Dickinson back in the ruck now for the Tigers. Ball goes up once again. He gets the tap. Back to Danaher looking to get it. He's under pressure there by James Rice, the 200 gamer. The Tigers do come away with it eventually. Some good play out of the centre. They get the clearance. Bond long for Armstrong. And he's taken a fantastic march to mark the coach. He had about two horses to beat, I think, and he went up above them. And he pulled it into his chest, 40 metres out. Yeah, what happened to the man in front rule there, Craig? I don't know, but uh, I have to say it's a definite Dairy Farmers Mark of the Day candidate, yeah, that one. To, uh, to Overs from Tuckerenholm. He's looking back now for his, uh, his fourth of the term, I think, John. The coach here, Mark Armstrong. He moves in, drops it onto his right boot. That looks fantastic. That kicks straight through the six. So he doesn't miss too many of those, Mel. Uh, not, not from that distance and that, uh, that far in front. Can we mark that down?
Um, this is the first game in uh, I don't know how many years we've been calling together, Mel, but it's the first time you've made it through to time on in the third quarter before you've had a uh, go at the Orange oh, team. That was a disgraceful decision. <laughs> That's a new record. We're going to be hard-pressed to beat that one throughout the season. Yeah, they've been pretty good, but that was a shock. A man in front rule always applies. 15 points to lead to the Queanbeyan Tigers. 31 minutes into this third quarter. They win it out of the centre then. Could there be time for another goal? Under siege at the moment. The Tuggeranong Beckman clear it to the centre of the ground. Mark taken there by, I think it's Pocock. He pokes it up to half forward. Stretching mark can't be taken though. It was a drop mark in fact. If there's ever such a thing. Bernie steps around his man and kicks to the top of the square. No mark taken. And Queenbeyan will win out. Mitchie Danaher taking a rest down there. Stops, props, assesses his option. And there's the three-quarter time siren. A turn that was absolutely dominated by the Queenbeyan Tigers here at Dairy Farmers Park. What a quarter it was. How many goals did they kick generally? Eight, eight, they kicked eight, eight six. Eight goals, six to Tuggeranong's... Four straight. Four straight. So that is a terrific effort there from the Tigers. They well and truly dominated this third term. They've gone in with a 15-point lead after trailing by as much as 34 points earlier in this contest. So, Queanbeyan looked to be on their way to a victory, but who knows? The Hawks have probably been the better of the sides in two out of the three quarters, but they find themselves behind. So, let's see what can happen in the final term. We'll get the stats to three-quarter time for the Queanbeyan Tigers coming through very shortly. But we have a game on our hands, Mel Prentice. Yes, just checking the goal scorers for the uh, Tigers. Armstrong now has four after uh, at half time. Just uh, checking the half time stats. At uh, half time, Merv had four kicks, uh, one handball, and two marks. He's basically doubled those stats in one quarter. He's now got four goals, too, and I think all in that quarter as well. So uh, four to him, two to uh, Kirkwood, and two to Iopi. Singles to Quaid, Longmore, Wormsley, Leshke, Griggs and Burns. And for the Hawks, Jay Kickett, their leading goal scorer, has three. Fernie, two, and then singles to McCabe, Johnson, Cleaver, Pocock, Nathan Smith, Ellis, Merch and Chapman. So uh, eight goals, six to four goals straight in that quarter sees the uh, Tigers turn a 15-point deficit at half-time into a 15-point lead at three-quarter time. Been very impressed, fellas, with uh, Romeo Iopi this afternoon, actually. I think he's had a, a fine game, sort of roving around. Uh, they've moved him around the ground a little bit, but he's, uh, he's performed in each position. He's kicked, uh, how many did we say he's kicked two goals for the co-captain? Two-two, yep. Yeah, I've been impressed. And he's using his size well, I think, which is what the Tigers need to do, and they did a lot better in that third quarter. Well, actually, when he went into the middle late in that second quarter, he was the one that sort of laid a few... Uh, hard tackles and got them those last uh, three goals which sort of changed the momentum of the game so I agree he's been a very important player, always has been with this club because he, uh, he gets in there and does the hard yards Score update from Amy, Amy Stadium in the AFL, it's Port Adelaide 5-4-34 leading my boys Essendon 3-1-19 and the Kangaroos, that's North Melbourne now as they're now known beating Melbourne in Melbourne Nothing surprising in that. So uh, most of the games have gone to plan in the AFL, except for <laughs> that one yesterday afternoon. Damn it. <laughs> Three-quarter time stats. Andrew Leshke leads the way still with 26. Mitch Danaher is up to uh, 23 now. And then Rene up here, that man we were just talking about, has 18. 
Kane Stevens, good to be. 16 possessions. Mark Armstrong, 15. He had five at half time. So he had 10 in that quarter. So he uh, certainly came to life. Ryan Quaid, 15. Luke Watman, I thought he's been, he was particularly good in that quarter. Uh, off half back. He's now up to uh, 15. Slater's 15. Little, 14. Kirkwood, 14. Couple of goals as well. And Roy Jakes, despite a couple of clangers in that third quarter, he has 10. The rest are in single figures. So the leading possession getter continues to be Andrew Leschke, and uh, he'll be one of the contenders for the Tobin Brothers Player of the Day, John. He will be. And just thinking about the competition, AFL Canberra more broadly, who do you think the team is to beat this year? Sitting the defending premiers three times over, at least, off the top of my head. Belconnen have lost Brett Knowles, a couple of the Underwood boys. And, uh, well, you'd have to say Eastlake, uh, after their strong performance against Ainsley yesterday, winning by 15 goals, will probably be a top-four side. But it, it seems to be reasonably open, and you'd have to say the Swans have had some retirements. They're always a bit of an unknown quantity, but they always turn out some exceptional youngsters in this competition as well. Yeah, look, um, I, I think the Belcon side's still pretty strong on paper, even though they have lost uh, a number of those senior and key players, as you mentioned, just looking down their list, they've still got a very good uh, list with the Bennett boys, Steve Maher, Matt Campbell, um, uh, Jennings, Jeffrey, those sort of guys, Andrew Anger. They've still got a very good list. I think they'll be certainly up there again. Eastlake, obviously, very impressive yesterday. I didn't see the game, but um, it was uh, what, 86 points of difference. I think Ainsley kicked four of their seven goals in the last quarter when the game was over. They look to have a very strong list, too. They've recruited a couple of... Uh, Good players from down Riverina way, so I think they'll be up there. As you mentioned, Sydney, it's, it's hard to know. Um, it, was, it was the grand final that uh, no one thought they were going to win last year, but they found a way to win it. Or did Belcommon find a way to lose it? I'm not sure which way it was, but... Um, Possibly the latter. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, errant kicking in that third quarter cost uh, the Magpies the premiership last year, but uh, they seem to do that quite regularly. Uh, Sydney, as I said, an unknown quantity really, but they'll be in the four. I think it's uh, it's really a five-team competition playing for four spots, to be honest. Uh, five-team competition, you're, you're saying Tuggeranong will be the, the lowlights of the competition? I haven't seen anything today that will indicate that they're a, a long-term strong proposition in this competition. They just don't have a tall player in their team. Um, and I think later in the season when things get a bit tough, the younger guys are just going to run out of legs. That's an interesting point. I think you're right. That's the one thing they have lacked consistently over the last few years is that big key forward. And even down back, they don't have a big tall back line. I think their midfield's sufficient. They run the ball well. They're determined. They always try hard. Yep. They seem to be well coached. They, they stick to a decent game plan. But, yeah, structurally, that's probably the thing that lets them down. Yeah. Look, you just can't see them matching up well against some of the other sides. Um, I think Eastlake will just be too big up forward for them. They've got a key forward line. Eastlake is going to be hard to control. Um, they had the run of this game for the first quarter and a half, but they just seemed to have let it slip, and I just can't see them getting back into it in this last quarter either. They do seem to catch teams on the hop from every now and then with that running game, but yeah, whether that can be sustainable and win them more games than they lose is a little bit doubtful. So almost set for a start in this final term. Mel, are you, uh, how's the voice feeling? Are you going to have a call this quarter? Yeah, I might have another go. All right, we'll let you and James Buckley have the honours. James Buckley making a sterling... Well, I know it's not your debut all over <laughs> in calling, James, but I was very impressed with the calling in that third quarter. Did a great job. Your opening call of season 2009. Thank you, John. Craig, Craig Ravel down on the sideline. Yes. So, 
Craig, we might just cross back to you in a second. We didn't catch that as we get underway in this final term. And the Tigers work it forward. Can't take the mark at half forward, but they've got players backing up Little. He's played pretty well for his first game back in a long time this year. Armstrong trying to pick it up in the fourth pocket. Can't keep it in. We'll have a boundary throw in as the Tigers go and attack. Early stages of this last quarter, they lead by 15 points, 14 12, 96 to 13 3 81. Yeah, good idea, Craig. Ball back into play now. Quick snap out of the pack by Dickinson's into the goal square. Which way will it bounce? Over Quaid's head. Socket through, though, for a goal by Matt Little, is it? Yeah. For the Queanbeyan Tigers. So just what the Hawks didn't want, an early goal to the Tigers. But uh, Matt Little says thank you very much. Just on the spot there. Well done to Matty Little. Came in, socketed through, and uh, the Tigers now kicking towards that uh, apparently favourable licence club end. So we've been informed by uh, by Craig Ravel down there on the sideline. Well, it worked. That theory worked in the first quarter, but not in the third because uh, <laughs> the Tigers were kicking them to the city end with regularity in that third quarter. So 15-12-102 Tigers. The uh, Hawks. 13-3, 81, their resistance may well now be broken as Dickinson wins the tap out straight to Danaher, quick handball across to Stevens. Here go the Tigers, he takes a bounce, now a swerve, very confident, the youngster puts the kick on its way, right forward pocket, but it's going to sail over on the full and the resultant free kick will go to the Tuggeranong Hawks in the back pocket. He does well there, Kane Stevens, to make space for himself. So uh, I think that they'll take a lot out of his game this afternoon. In any event, the Hawks are going to kick it in from that. That went out on the full, unfortunately, for Kane Stevens. A shocking kick in by the Hawks. They've got it now. A big tackle. Renee Ioppi, great defence there. Chapman, I think that may have been for the Hawks. Put under a lot of pressure. And Ioppi came across and just flung him out. And he's won a free kick for his team too. Well done by the co-captain. He pumps it long to the top of the goal square. And there's a mark. Now, is that... Uh, Jakes, is it? Roy Jakes. It is too, the number 13. Trying to, trying to get one back from the two he gave away. What is going on with those blue boots? We're going to have to ask Roy Jakes about that. The, the, the blue boots, I've got to say, in that third term, clearly didn't work because he gave away two goals. In any event, he, he's snuck forward, Jason. He's going to try and sneak a goal here. Tight angle, but he's in pretty close. Puts it on his right boot, and that's a shocker. Blame that out of blue boots, I reckon. <laughs> Kicked it like a backman. He certainly did. Across the face of goal, and that's a behind. The Tigers, that's their 13th behind of the afternoon. Okay, so I'll try and just mention to you that the third quarter speech from uh, Armstrong, it was he wanted them to be aggressive and disciplined, to use the open man. He said, just don't go bombing it into me. He said that expect the uh, heads to be down on the tie, on the um, Hawks, and that they should... Uh, yeah, and he, he knew exactly what the coach would be saying, that they'll be tired, but they've got to dig in for the next 10 minutes. So he said he wants those targets to go hard at the Hawks and break their spirit early. And hopefully he didn't say, sound like a jockey, just like you did then, Craig Revell, but anyway. <laughs> As the uh, Hawks try and work it out of defence, Chapman with a long kick out towards the uh, scoreboard wing. Good punch away at the back there by Longmore, but it spills to the Hawks at the front of the pack. Now Masters has got it. He's uh, not sure what to do, but he goes inboard, puts his teammate under pressure. They're still in the middle of the ground, but they've got possession of the ball. Oh, that's a wobbly kick across. It'll be cut off by Slater, but the uh, bad handball misses Danaher. Now the Hawks have got it back. Rice, quick handball to kick it. He swings out of a tackle, but he handballs it straight back to the opposition. 
and the uh, Tigers will run it forward now. Here's Stevens with it again. Gets a handball. Back to his teammate and Slater. Went too far from him. He lost it. Now he's bumped off it. Hawks go in again. Fenevesi at the back. Gets a handball back to his teammate and Curry. He stops, props, sizes up his opposition. He's got Rice free on this grandstand side. Oh, he's very tired. Couldn't take the mark. Now he's in trouble. He just walks over the line, throws it away, and he's penalised. Well done, Mitchie Danaher, too. Much bigger opponent. Most most of them are, really, with Mitchie Danaher. (laughs) He kicks it into a leading Mark Armstrong, who takes it 50 metres out. He's looking for an option here. Armstrong goes back across the face, looking for Dickinson, the big ruckman. He flies up. He can't bring it down. Play on. Still under pressure here. Dickinson trying to mobilise, move that ball forward. Thrust it towards the goal line. I don't think he got it cleanly. It's gone through from behind in the end. And Cook came through. That'll be paid as a mark, I think. No, it's play on now. The horse under a lot of pressure in their defensive 50. Going backwards. Stopping. Not sure what to do. Finally finds a free man. That might be Chapman out here. He drops a mark. He really should have taken. Dear, oh dear. Their skills have gone out the window, boys. Hand pass under a teammate who was under pressure. It finally comes there now to stop. Oh, Big oh, tackle. That's a rugby league tackle. That is tackle. a rugby league tackle. Johnny, oh, Johnny Elias just brings him down like he was a 1960s St. George hooker. Well done, Johnny Elias. That's a fantastic hit. He wins a free kick for his team. Hunter is pretty ordinary. Hasn't used it well. It's gone to Iopi, though. They got away with it. Iopi took the mark. Ordinary hand pass as well. Ryan Quaid couldn't get control of it. He was under a lot of pressure. Now Armstrong taps it forward to Cook in a bit of space. He goes back out to Slater. They're about 50 out here. He squares it up to a teammate Slater. The mark's been taken. I think that's Satchel. 50 out. Still probably not quite within range. Can they penetrate here and get another goal here, the Tigers? Satchel now moving forward. Onto the right boot. I think he's had a go. Is it going to have the legs? No, it doesn't have the legs. And there's been a mark taken. And I think it might be the big Dickinson, the Ruckman down there. Deep in the right forward pocket. He's done well. Which is handy when you're about, what is he, about nine foot six, that's Scotty Dickinson. He's a big boy. The big Dickinson, as you said, James. <laughs> it's a good call. I like it. Did you see uh, Iopi, who was on the half forward flank, calling for him to, to kick it to him, and he was in a much worse position. 60 metre pass backwards to Luke Watman. Hey, when are they going to get that out of the game now? Sends it back to where it came from, into the goal square, offhand through for a rush behind. So look, if Dickinson had taken a shot, they would have got a, at least a behind anyway. I didn't like that play, fellas. Didn't like it? Well, I like the idea behind it, but not the 55-metre punt backwards. I don't, yes, don't was, think that. Uh, that was a bit far. The traditionalists aren't too happy. Oh, Walmsley was saddled up then. Yes, Dickinson should have tried to penetrate it through those goals. As the Hawks have got it out of sight of the ground, but Neil Irwin will cut it off. Goes by hand, but it misses his first teammate. Goes to the second one, and it goes back to uh, Irwin. They're all lining up for a shot at the moment. Wobbly old kick inside defence. The Hawks, under all sorts of pressure, Chapman lost it. In they go again, trying to work it out. They're out on their legs, the Hawks. They ran uh, a good race in the first half, but uh, like a lot of horses, they back, I back. They don't find the finish line in front. I tell you what, the uh, time piece has started here on the far side of the ground, so I'm not sure how far into the game we are. As uh, the Tigers again try and work it through, Jake's into the goal square, over Merv's head, and Roy's put through another behind. That's his uh, second of the afternoon. So this is pretty scrappy play here, fellas, really. I think the Tigers should have probably scored a goal in this thrust forward. The ball's been stuck in the Tuggenong defensive 50 for the last five minutes it seems. Yeah, they've kicked one goal forward and nothing so far, so it's uh, 
1,306 to 13,381. Now let's see if they can work it out here now. McCabe with the ball for the Hawks. Still pinned in their 50. The Tigers have matched up all over the ground here. He drops it onto his left and just goes long down the wing. And nobody wanted to take the mark. Oh, yeah, it's bounced. Yeah, I hope he gives it to Slater who drops it. Now there's a few Hawks around here. Let's see if they can get it out. They do. That's Feeney with the ball. He, he goes in to the forward 50. Good spoil there from the Tigers. Elias going to run onto the ball. No, it's picked up by the Hawks. Now they've got a free man in the 50. He has a go at goal. It's on his left foot. And I think he's kicked it. Now that's a goal. Yeah, it was Healy. Healy kicks the goal. And, uh, I mean, like I said, the ball was pinned in that tugging on 50 for about five minutes, it seemed, in defensive 50. And they've just worked it up the other end of the field and kicked the goal before you could blink. Almost yep. a 10 minute mark of this final term, guys, and Pocock still being worked on at the boundary line. I went over and spoke to the trainer at three quarter time. They said nothing wrong with him. I'm going, if there's nothing wrong with him, he'd be on the field. 15, 16, the Tigers, they lead the Hawks to a 14, 387, 10 minutes gone last quarter. What's happening in Melbourne, Greg? The uh, Demons got flogged again today? I uh, had them in my uh, tips this week, so I guess they would have got flogged. 67 to 101, they lost to North Melbourne. And now, there's another one I didn't get. So, the uh, Hawks work it forward again, but uh, out come the uh, Queanbeyan Tigers' defence. They're going to work it well. Here's Roy Jakes going for another run. He sends it high and long, looking for Dickinson. He'll take the mark inside attacking 50. He's looking for a pass, turns around, sends it up towards uh, Stevens, who's just... Uh, having That'll be 50. Yes, it is. Umpire Ravel. <laughs> now, this will be his... Uh, the only one I've called right. First goal. This will be his first goal in senior footy here, Kane Stevens. Should he put it through? Well, he's got he's, the blokes on the line. He can throw it from there. <laughs> well, he can't, actually. He's got to go touch his foot. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, umpire Ravel. So, there we go. Kane Stevens, the young fella. He's kicked a goal on debut. And well done. He's had a good afternoon, I think. He's really earned that six-pointer. The Tigers now starting to ease out to a, a fairly comfortable lead. Uh, John, I think the Hawks, they came out and started so strongly in that first probably quarter and a half, but they haven't quite been able to go with the Tigers since then. And uh, like we said, the experience and the skill level of these Queen Tigers probably came through in the end. Yeah, absolutely. That did start the game very well, and as we've mentioned a couple of times, they got out to a 34-point lead. That was a 15-minute mark in the second quarter, but since then it's all been going one way, and that is in the direction of the Queanbeyan Tigers. And they're on their way to a comfortable victory, James. Oh, yeah, the ball spills out now. The Hawks get the clearance this time. That was uh, Smith. David Smith threw it onto his boot. Bit of a contest there at the attacking 50, right on the top of the Hawks. They're going to come away with it here. They've got a free man in the goal. Square, he's going to take a shot here. Pulls it back straight between the sticks, and the Hawks have hit that instantly. They're not done yet this afternoon. The Tigers haven't quite put them away. They've got plenty of work to do, but Tugnong with a major instant reply there. They go to uh, within 19 points of the Tigers, I think it is. 16-16, 112 to uh, 14-15-3, rather, 93 points there. Interesting. Both teams have had 11 individual goal kickers today, so they've shared it around, but it's just the fact that Armstrong's kicked four and Ioppi a couple and also Kirkwood a couple for Queenie. It's been the difference. That's Fernie's third goal, by the way, boys. And uh, three to kick it as well. They lead the uh, goal point. scorers for Tuggeranong. So it's 16-16, to 15-3, 93. 12 minutes gone last quarter. Longmore now in ruck for the Tigers. He wins it down to Iopi. Quick kick up towards half forward, but Kickett, who looks to have gone back in defence, 
as he did in the third quarter, has taken an easy chess mark. Brings it wide, looks for Fenevesi, he takes it. He's done pretty well, the youngster as well. He's got a player mo uh, making a lead for him. He takes a good mark. It's uh, Cleaver. He turns around and just kicks it quickly up towards uh, centre wing. Good mark. Tagrong work it forward again, and here's a great pass. It was from uh, Lovett, who was on Armstrong early in the game. Looks like he's gone forward, and he's found his teammate in Healy, who kicked a goal earlier in this quarter. So he'll line it up for goal number two in this quarter, and goal number 16 for the Hawks. They'd be, they'd be pleased with that, 16 goals if he kicks it. That's uh, a pretty good score for them. I hope he's calling for a sub here, guys. As the kick on its way from here, he's a beauty. Left footer on the wrong side, really, for left footers, but no trouble with that one. Puts it through for his second. And they go to 16-3-99, but they still trail by 13 points. 16-16-112. I guess they haven't really given it away, so... Uh, Tigers just need to keep their eye on the ball so that they uh, get away with a win here. Well, we've still got about 15 minutes of footy to play, and if they go to sleep, the Tigers, they could be made to pay. So not over yet, but you'd have to get the feeling that Toganong need the next goal, that is for sure. Amy Stadium, Port Adelaide, 49, leading Essendon, 27. That's deep into the second quarter. I think they've worked pretty hard on their goal-kicking over the, uh, the off-season, the Hawks. Very accurate today. The ball goes up. Jordan Longmore in the ruck for the Tigers. Gets his hand first to it again, and he's going to pick up the crumb, is he? No, it goes out to Wormsley. Hand pass back to Leski. Leski gets a hand pass. I think that's Watman onto his right boot. Just boots it into the forward 50. Gives Dickinson some work to do. Doesn't take it. Oh, that was that Alex good. Lauder that picked it up for the Hawks in the end. But he's been, uh, he's been tackled. I think the umpire is going to throw this one up, fellas. Guys, one thing I can let you know, Geordie uh, and Scott Dickinson, expect to see them on the ground for the rest of the game. They're just going to uh, change between each other. Rightio, no worries there. Kane Stevens with the ball now in attacking 50 for the Tigers. He was collared and thrown down. The crowd wanted a free kick, didn't get it. The Hawks now in defensive 50. Going through the chains of hand passes again. They finally put the boot to the ball. They've almost escaped out of defence here. That looks like Overs with the ball. Drops it onto his right boot. Kicks it into a bit of space. Down the a late hit there. Down the ground, free kick. And it's been paid. So Tuggenong are going to get a free kick. Probably about uh, 55 metres, nearly 60 metres out from the Queanbeyan Tigers goal. If they can just set up a play here, they could well have a 17th goal for the afternoon. There's a big lead in the 50 there. It's a great mark being taken. He's going to turn around and play on onto his left foot. Slight angle. Yeah. Hits it towards goal, but no, it's gone near side for a behind. Healy. He's dangerous at the moment, Healy. He is. Yeah. He's uh, on a tear, as they say, on fire right now in the fourth quarter. Why wouldn't he have gone back and had a set shot yeah. there? He's close enough. They're within two goals now, the Hawks, anyway. And that's, uh, that's 100 points. 16, 16, 112 for the Tigers. Leading the Hawks, 17-4, 100. That's only there fourth behind of the afternoon. Quick play around the outer side there by the Tigers from the kick-in. Sees it up towards, or well, on their attacking side of the centre. It's out of bounds. We'll have a ruck contest. Still time, 16 minutes gone last quarter. It's only 12 points of difference. Two straight kicks. Tuggeron working forward towards the centre. Bad bounce for the Hawks, though. Slapped back into the middle, picked up by David Smith. He'll send it forward again, but it's all Queanbeyan. And getting back, oh, Lias takes a saving mark. Young Healy couldn't get to that one. As uh, they bring it across the ground, Jared Daniel takes the mark. Still inside defensive 50. High kick out towards Kane Stevens. Takes it in front of Penavesi. Good mark to Stevens. Boy, it's hot in this commentary box today. I'm beginning to realise why Craig Revelle volunteered to be the boundary rider today. Kicked it out on the full again, Kane Stevens. 
So he's uh, played well, but that's a real weakness in his game. He's kicking at the moment. As Overs took the free kick, gave it across the Lauder, and he just went the required distance. He gives it back to uh, his teammate and funnel. Haven't seen much of him today. Shocking kick. That's probably why we haven't seen him. He's been on the bench. Wobbly old handball at the back, but it's picked up by Jakes. Long kick with those beautiful blue boots. Finds Cook. He's played well. Got one in the back there. Should be 50. It's not. Took the mark. He was knocked over by Kickett. So uh, he uh, pops a short one over the top. It's taken by Quaid. Thought to go back to Cook with the handball, but he held onto it. Now he goes long. Looking for Armstrong. Got shoved oh, in the back. Should have been a free. Umpire's not paid it. Goes back to kick it by a handball for the Hawks. He gets it across to Fenevesi. He drops. No left foot. Puts himself into trouble. Gets it back to Nolan. Back to Fenevesi with a handball. Just kick it, done. He's got no options there. He's got one. It's long, won't get to him on the floor, but he's got plenty of room to move and love it. Turns around, kicks it up, looking for Smith. This time it's uh, Nathan. He gets away from the tackle, runs inside 50, can have a shot at goal. High kick, kicked it like a backman. Will it get there? No, it's only a point. So 11 points of difference. Could have had another bounce and run on a bit further there, Nathan Smith. I think he'll be disappointed with that, actually. He had a bit more time and space. Anyway, the Tigers now, they, they're just going forward straight up the centre here. I like this. Unfortunately, Alex Lauder was on the end of that. He's on half-back now for the Hawks. He kicks it forward to a teammate out there on the, the far wing, their right wing. He plays on after taking the mark, kicks it into the 50, looking for a lead. Goes up Elias with the spoil. Well done. Falls to the Hawks. Big bomb now, closer towards the goal. Still 20 out, and there's a big mark taken there. Is that Roy Jakes in his blue boots? I think it was. Used his size well. He found a loose player, and now they can work it off half-back, the Tigers. Big kick out to the wing. And, oh, I thought Quaid almost took that mark. He had two to beat. Would have been a, a very nice mark. He, he's going to come away with it anyway now, Quaid. And he goes forward now, looking for Jordan Longmore, the big fella, and he takes the mark. And the crowd love it. He's a fan favourite, Jordan Longmore. He's about 20 metres out, and he could kick his second goal of the game, I think, Jordan Longmore. Kick it's gone off the ground for the Hawks. Looks to either have hamstring or cramp injury there, so this victory goal's been important for them today. He might have done his dash. Right now, Longmore, he goes back now. Deliberate approach. Off the right boot. Ooh, the goal umpire moved a little bit, but it's a goal. It's gone through, and well done to Jordan. That's his second of the afternoon. Bit more breathing room now for the Queen Tigers. I think they needed that. The Hawks were coming at them. That's just going to steady the ship a little bit. So it's 17, 16, 118. Back out to a 17-point lead. 16-5, 101. The Hawks are up to time on. Hey, Jordy was running off then after he kicked the goal, and they waved him back on. <laughs> so 20 minutes gone. That might be the uh, the nail in the Hawks' coffin. They were uh, running on hard there, but uh, that one might just take the momentum out of them. Some of their senior players starting to feel the pinch. Kick it's gone off. A couple of other guys stretching in the background. Rice back on into the middle. Got a quick handball. Got it across to Lauder. He's been pretty solid. Out there looking for uh, Nathan Smith. He's got a room to move. Inside 50. Has a pot shot again. This time will he get the accuracy? No. It's uh, flicked back into play by Irwin. Quick kick over the top. That won't be 15 metres. Not a mark to, to uh, the Tigers. But they've got room to move in that back quarter now. So they look for a mark, but it can't be taken. Now the other Smith, David, takes it across to Fenevesi. He plays on quickly. Long shot into the goal square. It's a one-on-one. And a good mark to the Hawks, Healy. He's That's right in the goal square. 
So they just keep coming, these uh, young hawks. I think they might just run out of time, but it's going to be close as Healy kicks his uh, third goal of the afternoon and the fourth for the quarter for the Hawks. So they're actually winning this last quarter. It's 4-2 to 3-4. 17-16, 118, the Tigers. 17-5, 107, uh, the Hawks. So we're back to an 11-point game. Quick goal here to Tuggeron would make it interesting, though. Yep, 23 minutes gone last quarter. Well, Tell you what's off the key, oh, Jay Kicker just about ready to come back on. <laughs> Excellent. Well, it must have been cramp. Yeah, he's had uh, he's had a lot of work to do up and down the ground all day. He's played well, kicked three goals. Let's right. hope he doesn't do a Ben Cousins. Yep. <laughs> Big five minutes here. In this game, the ball goes up. Dickinson doesn't get much of a tap there, and the Hawks know that they get over the top of the footy. I think we're going to get a throw here. The ball's not coming out of there. The umpire's going to throw it again, almost identical to the throw he just did 30 seconds ago to get play underway. Should be a bit of time on here. Seven goals so far in this quarter. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Anyway, Dickinson hits it forward, though it fell for James Rice, who's kicked it forward into the 50. They can't quite take the mark, tugging on. That would have been nice. Still spilling, though. Queenby need to clear this football. They get the possession. Jake's now with the ball. Hand pass across. Still in defensive 50. They need to find a target. Wolves, which finally picks it up, dishes it out to Elias, I think. Spears a pass to Quay. That was an ordinary kick. Straight to the Tuggenong Hawks player, who squares it up. Fenevesti under a lot of pressure. He picked the ball up. Hand pass straight back to the big Tigers player, Jordan Longmore. He slipped over. We've got a player down there Leschke's right in the center of the field. We don't want to see that. Andrew Leschke, the top possession winner of the day. The ball's still spilling around right underneath the active AGL scoreboard here. The Tigers are going to try and kill this ball, are they? Is it going to come out over there? Waiting for a whistle. There it is. Now, play. Is it going to stop here? Westy's in a lot of pain in the centre of the ground. It looks to be a leg injury. Knee or ankle. Yeah, he's just getting some attention now from the trainers, but looks to be in quite a bit of pain there. He's got a grimace on his face. Quick kick out of the pack by the horse. They're sending a stretcher. Well, they've got to stop play here. Stretcher is coming out. Good They've just me. called for the stretcher and it's out there. So, uh, he's getting to his feet now, though. Now. He is getting to his feet. Because the stretcher's gone out, I get a feeling I have to use it, though. Well, uh, and he can't come back on. Mm. And uh, the umpires uh, started play again, but then they saw the stretcher and stopped it again. So we're at a standstill on the outer side of the ground, right in front of the actual AGL scoreboard, which shows the Tigers with an 11-point lead, 17-16, 118. To 175107. Looks like uh, is going to have a rest for the Hawks. Definitely something on his right hand side of his leg, Leshkin, either, either an ankle or higher up the leg. Kick it coming on to replace Fenevesi. Looks like. Uh, Pocock's going to go back out there too. Yep, the man that was gone as well. He's made a miraculous recovery. Oh, well, there was nothing wrong with him. Ask the trainers. 30 um, coming off Nathan Smith. Getting ready to come back on stop. I'd imagine he'd replace Nolan, the, the ruckman, as uh, Leshke is assisted from the field on the stretcher. Jeez, I'll tell you what, boys. Could be a costly afternoon for the Tigers. I mean, Andrew Leshke, arguably one of their best players last year, now, certainly in terms of like possession. like the uh, Hawks have got a free kick somehow on that outer side of the ground because it was a ball up when the, uh, the whistle went, but now the Hawks have the ball. So we'll just... Uh, we have to wait and see. Clock says 25 minutes, but we, this will be time off while this is happening. This has so been about three minutes too, guys. Jared Daniel going back on for the Tigers. Leshke's, uh, whatever it is, it's uh, considerably painful. 
And you don't want that happening at any time, but right near the end of the game is the worst possible time. Mm. Short pass, though. The Hawks are going to muck this up. Oh. They turn it over. Goodness, as, uh, although the Tigers have spilt the ball as well. Dickinson, they all dive in there trying to get the loose footy at half forward for the Hawks. Through go the Tigers again. They drop it. And they're going to get a free kick for holding the man, I think. Ooh. Lucky Ooh. to get out of that. Very lucky. Gee, the Hawks are real desperate at the moment, as are the Tigers. Well, why wouldn't you be round one when you, both teams didn't make the finals last year? They're looking to improve. Mitchie Danaher now, he's going to take this kick from defensive 50, slows it down a little bit, and it just goes long in the end to the tall man, Quaid, I think that is, out in the the right wing. He couldn't take the mark, and the Tuggernong Hawks now, to their favour, and they've kicked it into the 50. Oh, the, the Hawks forward fell to the ground. It might fall favourably for them here, though. He's done a lot of work to get that kick away, though. It's gone out on the full... Yeah, Jay Kicker just trying to do too much there. But he had three to beat. Yeah, three to beat. Probably needed a bit more support, I thought, there, Kicker. The Tigers still, though, they want to clear this. Hand pass in from the free kick from Cook there to a teammate. He kicks it forward to Jordan Longmore's come a fair way back. They're trying to make sure and protect this lead now, I think. Longmore's going to slow it down. Looking for an option. Will he go short? No, he looked across. No, he's gone back short again. Geez, that's only just gone the 15. Finds young Jeremy Kirkwood, I think that is. Right on the uh, on the half back line here, the Tigers. He wants to go forward. Good option. He does so. Drops it onto his right boot. Looks for a tall man. Is that his coach, Mark Armstrong, who's come back a long way? It may be. And they've got the ball now. The Tigers running into the goal. Hand pass to the opposition player. Now, I'm not too sure what happened there. He obviously thought that was the Tigers player, but his hand passed it straight to the opposition. And the Hawks now are going to come away with a 50 metre penalty. Well, that was a, a bizarre incident. Against Neil Irwin, tackled the man on the mark before he got rid of it. So the Hawks will set this up from centre wing. They trail by 11 points. Deep in the time on last quarter, but we'll have a bit more time with that uh, stretcher injury to Leskey. Try and get an update from Craig about what happened there. Good mark there by Lovett for the Hawks. They're still outside attacking 50. Needs to play on quickly. Turns around, bombs it. Kick it. Can he take the mark? Yes, he can. He's marked a pretty tight angle, but he's only about 25 out. And he'll go back and line it up for goal number four. Goal number 18. This will make it a five-point ball game if he kicks this. And we've got game on as Fenevesi coming back on for the Hawks and replacing Chapman. Now, in the AFL, that'll be a free kick because he went onto the ground before his, opponent, his teammate came off. But no stewards here. Kick on its way by kick. It's right across the face and out on the full. Disappointing result. Missed Go- everything. Guys, just found out Leskey's rolled his ankle. That is uh, the problem that they're working on at the moment. Port Adelaide 49, leading Essendon 27. At least I look like I've got another game on Sunday here. So the Tigers <laughs> about to bring it back in. That was a bad miss by Jay Kicker to miss everything. Well, he, he did so well to take that mark. That would have made the game very interesting. Dickinson now, ball falls favourably, and Kane Stevens pins his ears back. He takes a bounce. He takes another one on the right wing here. Drops it onto his right boot to Coach Armstrong, who takes the mark, 70 from home. Right out on the right wing here. Oh, just on half forward. And he slows it down, Armstrong. He's marshalling his troops. He wants them forward. What's he going to do? He looks to the open player and finds him. Well done to Wormsley. Made himself some space, but he's pinned up against the boundary line. He goes back to his coach. Armstrong, who got it back from where he kicked it. Now he, once again, pointing to his troops. He wants an option forward. Dickinson's in there. Is he going to boot it long? No, he's happy to... Oh, well, he turned around. He was going to kick it back to Watman. Didn't. Now he puts it forward into Dickinson. He went up for the mark. Couldn't take it. Walsley doesn't quite fall for him. The horse come away with Rice. 
He finds a teammate there in defensive 50 still, finds another teammate there in Mert. Hand pass to no one over the top. It's fallen to Slater. Strong hands. Handball to Dickinson. Can he turn and shoot? No, he can't. He was mobbed there by the Tuggenong horse. And finally, they've kicked it. Just a long bomb. Out of their 50, straight to Iopi. What a catch. Very farmer's market today, Reno Alpi. I mean, in the context of the game, that's fantastic, Reno Alpi. I mean, he's not a tall fella. He's just so strong. He kicks it out to uh, Wormsley, who's free, just in front of the interchange gate here on the right wing. He's going to go back, or he's going to go a long way back. Should be playing on spring that rule in. Well, they're going to have to, I think. Neil Irwin takes the mark. And what's he doing? He's got Cook here free at the interchange gate. Doesn't want him. He's just going to go long up the touchline here to a contest. Quaid coming in over the back. He went for it, though. Spoiled. Falls for Wormsley, who's crowded there. Nathan Smith with a great tackle. Did he get him high? No, he didn't. The umpire's going to throw it up here. This is taking precious seconds off the clock, though, for Tuggeron. The Tigers are, are doing what they can here to milk it. Dickinson comes in for the ruck. Doesn't get the hand to it that time, and Fenevesi's going to pick it up. He's right in the centre of the field. Hand pass to a free play here. The Hawks, they can build. Bomb forward to the free man in the 50. Well, they've got to be mindful of the clock here. Kick it again. Kick yeah, it with the ball. That was as well, guys. Yep. <laughs> okay, so he's going to... He's going to go back and line up here, kick it. He doesn't want to waste too much time here. He's going to come in, wants a better effort than his previous kick. Charges in off the right boot. It's a high kick. I don't know if it's going to have the legs. Goes up in the goal square, and that's a big mark. Well, uncontested by Neil Irwin. Well, where were the, the Tuggeron opponents? I think he just lumbered in there too. He looked tired. Yeah, didn't yeah. give it his best. As the uh, Tigers through Jakes take the mark in the back pocket, he's turned it over or kick it. Didn't get there. It was taken off him by the Tigers in in uh, Danaher, I think it was. A high kick to the outer side. The ball spills off hands over the line. 11 points of difference. Tigers leading 17-16, 1-1-8, 17 Both teams going up and down in the one spot here at the moment. Can't wait for the siren to go. It's been a hot day. It's uh, taken its toll on the boys. It's been a pretty good game, though, for a first rounder. And the Tigers look like they're just going to hang on. After a slow start, they break out of the pack, work it forward again. Burns with the pass. It clears the pack going back Stevens, but he's beaten to it by his Tuggeranong opponent in Curry. Oh. He's chip kicks a shocker back into the middle. It's taken by the Tigers in Danaher, is it? He goes, Kirkwood wants it. He wants it. Uh, Kirkwood. Young Kirkwood, he's kicked the goal. He's sealed it. Terrible turnover in the back half there by Curry for the Hawks. And Jeremy Kirkwood just raced in, picked it up, dodged the opponent, ran in, put the sealer through. 18-16, the Tigers, 17-15-107, the Tuggeranong Hawks, game over. Jeez, they've had to work hard this afternoon, the Queanbeyan Tigers, and look, full credit to Tuggeranong too. At the start of that fourth quarter, they could have really let the game slip right out of reach, but they came back and forced the Tigers to really play this final quarter out. We're almost 35 minutes in now, fellas. Still waiting for that siren, but the Tigers now probably uh, can't lose it from this position. Comfortable enough a lead. Dickinson goes up and he gets a tap. That's the best one all afternoon, I think. Who I obviously gave it back to Danaher. Got onto his right boot straight up. Kane Stevens takes a nice mark. They haven't really gone anywhere here, the Tigers. He finds Elias, who drops it on the right boot, foot with a probing kick to Armstrong. He couldn't take it. The whistle's gone, and he's oh. going to get a free kick, the coach. Well, there you go. He had two opponents to beat, and the siren's gone. Now, I imagine Armstrong will just load up a torpedo here. Well, he has a go. No, that's gone nowhere. 
And that's it. The Tigers are going to win this game, fellas. 18-16, 124 to 17-5, 107. They had to work hard, but they got the result they wanted there. Very good game of footy in tough conditions, fellas. Was a good game, James. Um, not the, probably the most silky skills that we would come to expect, but given it's round one, I suppose we can let the boys off very hot out there today also. It would have taken... And it's toll on both sides. So, Queenie, I think they'd be more relieved than anything else. They've walked away victorious against the cellar dwellers from last year. Tuggenong, who, you know, they played some reasonable footy to begin with, obviously, the Hawks. They jumped them at the start, but they just couldn't maintain it. And good to see them fight on, though, in that last quarter. As you said, they could have just let the game slip and given up. They didn't. They fought it out to the whole 33-minute mark of that final term, which is a long quarter with Andrew Leshke being stretched off. Yeah, a couple of shots there by uh, Jay Kickett in that last uh, five minutes. Had he been able to slot those two through for a goal, um, it would have almost been back even before that Kirkwood uh, goal sealed it for the Tigers. So, uh, creditable performance by the Hawks. That'll give them some uh, comfort that they might be a bit more competitive this season than in previous seasons. But uh, I think the Tigers just had the, uh, the class edge when they really needed it, particularly in that third quarter where they kicked eight goals to four. Checking the goal kickers now. It was leading the way for Queanbeyan as he so often does, particularly important given that James Kavanagh went off injured in the opening minutes of the game. Mark Armstrong kicked four goals, three goals to Kirkwood, two apiece to Longmore and Iopi by my calculations. Singles to Griggs, the debutant. Leshke, Wormsley, Burns, Quaid, Little and Stevens, the other debutant for the Hawks. Three goals apiece to Healy, all in that final quarter. Kickett and Fernie. And then singles to Merch, Johnson, Chapman, Nathan Smith, Ellis, McCabe, Pocock and Cleaver. Managed to slice open the Queanbeyan defence at one stage and boot a solitary goal as well. They were the goal kickers for both sides. Quaid Gavell's making his way out to hear what coach Mark Armstrong has to say to his players. We'll get to him shortly. Jones, you've got some final quarter stats there, in fact, for the four quarters for the Tigers. Right, uh, Mitchie Danaher and Andrew Leshke, actually, Danaher caught him as far as the disposals went. They finished with 29 apiece. Leshke, of course, came off midway through that fourth quarter with an ankle injury. Had a very good game, Mitchie Danaher. He was everywhere, I thought, all over the field. And back to... uh, I guess what we missed last year, with uh, he had a number of injuries that really niggled him throughout the season. Renee Oppi, the co-captain, 24, had a, a great game, I thought, for the Tigers. Kane Stevens too, the youngster on debut, 24 possessions, and we can probably remember most of those fellas. They were, they were good, hard wins of the football, and he, on occasion, would tuck the, arm, tuck the ball under his arm and run and, and really back himself. Good luck to watch, I think, and he's got a future ahead of him. Luke Watman with 20 possessions, and Mark Armstrong really came to life in that second uh, second half. Here's Craig Bell right. talking to Mitch Danaher. Mitch, uh, congratulations. A good really made your work for it. Yeah, I did. It's taken on the last matchup for us, and we started off slow in the first half there, and we, they really gave, gave us a challenge, and it's good just to see us boys respond and come away with a four-goal win or whatever it was, so it's good. You've been under the weather all the week leading into this match and uh, you were sucking it pretty hard when you came to the bench. Yeah, no, I was uh, taking the deep breath when I come off, but yeah, no, it was alright. Alright, well, we'll let you recover. Yeah. Congratulations. Right, Good game today. Good start for the Tigers. We might try and get Merv, and whilst uh, I'm trying to get Merv, I've got a thought for the player of the day, and that's, of course, for a few by Carbon Brothers, and I'm thinking it's the debutante, young Kane Stevens. Boy, didn't he have a blind? I was about to make mention of him too, Craig, because 
He reminds me a lot of Jeremy Kirkwood. Not only the fact that, well, I don't know if they've got the same haircuts anymore, but Jeremy's old haircut. But the way he actually plays his footy, he backs himself, he runs with the footy, he bounces it, he takes on his man. And we saw him in water today, kicked a goal. I reckon he is going to be a real key player, particularly Kirkwood, who's going to be playing a lot of New South Wales ACT Rams this year. In fact, I think Kane Stevens actually, might Kane be Kane's as well. So too, it's going yeah. to be, they're actually going to miss those two players a lot because they add a lot of bite and a lot of run to this team. But it's good to see young players like him really taking on more senior players and running around and bouncing the ball. Yeah, and I was going to say Kirkwood, if you're not going to look Well, he kicked three goals, the young fella out there. As we say so often, it's very hard to believe his age. He's only 17 years old, but he just looks like a, a mature footballer out there. He knows what to do with the footy. He knows where to go with, with it. And, uh, I mean, his skills, he kicked that goal from 55 metres out today, which actually blew me away because I didn't think that he had the, the real long kick in his arsenal. Mm. Well, well he, done to the young fellow. I think he's celebrating his 18th birthday in about a week's time. It's very if soon, I'm not yeah. Mistaken. yeah. So, well, it could be an early birthday present for him. But anyway, uh, good performance from the Queanbeyan Tigers. Now, I'd be happy to agree with Craig and, and give the Tobin Brothers Player of the Day to Kane Stevens. He did stand out and was very exciting to watch. Mal? Yeah, like uh, he did play well, as I mentioned a few times. He just uh, he needs uh, just a bit more practice on his kicking. He needs to steady. Like he, he likes to run with the ball. He ran for a, a few dashes, but... He's just got to take one less step and just steady himself a bit more before he kicks it, I think. Uh, he's put a few out on the fall today, but the uh, the exuberance of youth, I think they call it, They just he takes on the packs. He dodged and weaved a few times, so he played well. I thought Will Griggs played well as well. He um, was in and out of the game at different times, so they can be, uh, the Queanbeyan Tigers can be very happy with their two new players today. Jared Daniel, who we saw coming into the team last year, also uh, had a serviceable game as did Burns, who kicked a goal with his uh, raking left footer. So, And I thought Cook was pretty good as well. So uh, a number of their younger players were sort of coming in and out of the game and played uh, quite well. Hopefully uh, Kavanagh will be right for the Ainsley match next week. Of course, he only lasted about a minute before he went off with that back problem. Probably uh, Leschke with a rolled ankle might miss next week, maybe even uh, one, a- yeah, one after that. I thought Luke Watman came into the game after half-time off half-back, gave him a lot of run in that second half in particular. I was pleased with his game. And uh, I think Jordan Longmore gave them something, particularly in that uh, second quarter when they were struggling up forward, took a couple of good marks and kicked a couple of good goals. So all round a pretty good uh, team performance. Wormsley in and out of the game with uh, some good passages. He tackled really well today. I don't know how many tackles he finished up with, but he was a strong tackler, as was... Renai Alpi, uh, as we normally see. So, pretty good uh, performance all round. But, yeah, like I'm happy with, uh, with the Tobin Brothers Player of the Day award to uh, Kane Stevens. Mark of the day for Dairy Farmers. Um, did we, I think uh, we picked one out there. Renai Alpi might have been in the pack. Craig, so I had Kane there, but you just couldn't hear me. So, uh, we'll get the uh, sound from the Tigers as the uh, team are filing into the change rooms now. Or not. I think yeah. we're going to struggle to pick up the reception from the change rooms. Gentlemen, it's been great. Opening round of AFL Canberra footy. Now, I suppose we'll get your final thoughts before we wrap up and head back to the studios at QBNFM. Yeah, look, it was uh, a tough win by the Tigers. They grounded out well. Slow start. They were behind by 15 points at half-time and they've won by 17. Um, some good play... In patches throughout the day, 
They take on Ainsley next week, who had uh, a bad loss yesterday against Eastlake, so uh, they'd be hopeful that they'll come away with a two-win, no-loss start for the year next week. Well, I think it, today especially, it was one that the Tigers had to win, I think, to get their season off uh, to the fly that they wanted. However, up against the likes of Belcon and uh, Eastlake and maybe even Sydney, they're going to have to lift their game. They missed a lot of opportunities today, the, the Tigers, and uh, some of the, the more quality opposition are really going to make them pay, especially for some of those defensive lapses, which we saw a lot of in that first half. So still plenty of work to do for the Tigers. Nonetheless, a good win, though, and uh, they get the four points they were after. Wrapping up the final scores here at Dairy Farmers Park this afternoon, it was Queanbeyan 18-16-124 with a come-from-behind victory over Togranong, 17-5-107. The boys singing their club song down in the Queanbeyan change rooms as we speak, Major Goldkick is Armstrong 4, Kirkwood 3, Longmore and also IOP 2. For the Hawks, it was 3 apiece to Fernie, Kickett and Healy. Bell and James, thanks for your company this afternoon. Thanks, John. And don't forget to tune in next week when the Tigers take on Ainsley. We will be confirming that that broadcast will be going ahead during the week, but it should be. I'm sure James will be able to tell you on Friday night on his sports show on QBNFM. I oh, certainly will, will I? And as always, from 5 to 5.30, the Queanbeyan Tigers will be on the program. Adrian Pavese in the hot chair this week to tell us everything that's happened. We'll have an update on Andrew Leshkin and James Kavanagh, of course, on Friday afternoon. And Craig Gravel, if you're tuning in there as you just make your way to the commentary box, thanks for all your good work on the sideline. Nice and cool downstairs compared to the hot box here this afternoon. No, they don't call me uh, Willie Hunt for nothing. <laughs> Is uh, Lesky a lot of ice on that ankle, and uh, we're going to see him hopefully recovering over the next week and a half. Good on you, Craig. Okay, tune in next week. Tigers taking on Ainsley at Ainsley. On behalf of Craig Gravel, Mel Prentice, James Buckley, I'm John Keogh. Thanks for your company this afternoon. More Queanbeyan Tigers. Footy action coming your way in season 2009. Would you like to become a member of QBNFM?